0: hello everybody welcome to big trouble little podcast episode 175 i am joe doves i'm andy and i'm zach and we are back with the mad max in november and we are here for mad max beyond thunderdome uh seems like the mad max series doesn't like to use numbers a lot unless it's in certain areas this one was just straight up mad max beyond thunderdome that's right um So, we're going to get into that, but before we get into that, uh, what the hell we've been playing, watching or doing, I'm just going to say two things. I'm going to say Forza Horizon 5, um, I was leading in the level, leveling, but I guess these guys probably passed me because of Halo yesterday. Uh, I was at 60. 72. Yeah, so, Andy, uh, what
1: about you, Zach? Uh... I don't remember. I think I'm 22 or something. Okay. I mean, you should be in the 30s. I think at
2: least your drive avatar in my game is. I don't
1: remember.
0: Man, so um, I've been playing a lot of Forza. It's addicting, man. Um, I will say I tr- I turned a Crown Vic into a NYPD car. Um, so I'm running around with a S2, uh, fucking Crown Victoria. Uh, car. Uh, I was
2: really glad the Crown Vic is just in the auto show because in Horizon 4 you have to get it either in a wheel spin or like as an award or something. But in 5, if you want Crown Vic, you just go buy
0: one. Mm. Yeah, so I got that. uh, I bought a Porsche by accident and I spent like a million of my credits.
2: That's what problems, am I right? (laughs) Oh, I accidentally bought a Porsche. Don't you have to confirm it?
0: Yeah, before you
1: purchase it,
0: <laughs> I was getting annoyed at this one dirt map. Uh, I, Andy, I don't know, it's one of those ones by the volcano where you go straight down on that hill. Those what those are fun, I love those. Oh, yeah, th- th- those are fun, but like the car that I had, the monster uh rally car, wasn't doing it for me, so I bought a Porsche, uh, the one that I've seen like every dirt road, uh game in my driver cars and I was like why is this car beating line and I bought it and that car sucked and I ended up winning that dirt road with the fucking crown vic
2: So was it the uh the Desert Flyer? Yes. Yeah. I bought that car, too, because I love the way it looks. I think it's like a gorgeous car. I just love the way it looks. I bought it and didn't paint it at all. I just think it looks cool. And I can't use it because every time I use it, the stupid computer makes every single racer use that exact car. And I fucking hate that. I hate oh. it. It's a unique car. They're, they only made one. It's, it's a specific number, desert flyer. This is a car that Porsche... Ran in, in in long distance desert races in the late '80s or something. I don't know the specifics, but this is a specific car, and now there's 12 of them in a race, and I fucking can't stand it. I hate. That's it.
1: has gotta be a that's gotta be a glitch or something. I've experienced like a weird glitch. Have you just like been driving and then you just come to a dead,
2: dead stop? Yes. yes, constantly. I fucking oh my god, it's it a bit so server issues. issues. Especially when you've got like a big. Uh, multiplier going for skill points, and yeah. also bam! Oh, I can never mind. You don't get any points at all. <laughs> the first
1: time it happened to me, I was like, "What the fuck?"
2: I was, I was just so taken aback by that. It hadn't happened to me for a while, and then happened to me last night twice in an hour. So I don't know. I thought they'd fixed it. I was wrong.
0: I thought my Series oh. X was like failing on me. I was like, "No, not now." These <laughs> two big games came out that I actually want to play, uh, and. I'm just having a blast. I'm actually saving all of the Horizon events, like the Baja and all that stuff. I've been saving those for another time, and I've just been hitting every new race that comes up. So that that's what I've been doing on the Forza front. Um, I guess we'll get the news out of the way. Uh, Halo Infinite Multiplayer got uh, launched uh, yesterday yesterday. Um, yesterday was Xbox 20th anniversary. They had a little... Uh, they announced three things. Or actually, four things. One, backwards compatibility. There was like 70 new games that they added. They have the Fear games the Mad Max trilogies. Uh, 50 Bloods... 50 Cent, uh, The 50 Cent game. Bloods of Sand or whatever.
2: Blood on the Sand. Yeah. yeah, actually, I guess another piece of news, as long as we're talking about this. Uh, that was the last... Backwards compatibility update. Microsoft mm. confirmed, which is really sad, but honestly, they did more for backwards compatible compatibility on their console than Nintendo or Sony ever did. So I guess good on them. <laughs> but they added some pretty good stuff. They added a bunch of Sonic games, uh, all like a, like you said, all the Mad Max games. They added the Last Skate game that was missing a, a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of pretty pretty good games.
0: Uh, not Mad Max, Max Payne. I'm sorry,
2: Max Payne. That's
0: yeah. <laughs> then the second news was they had a documentary about like the history of xbox which the rock uh uh announced along with his red yeah the red notice uh he was doing marketing for that the, the netflix movie that he has going on right now and then halo uh show is on paramount plus
2: that's so weird
0: yeah and then they announced that halo infinite beta or yeah it's a beta um it's multiplayer it's season one of their multiplayer it's free to play Um, you can buy it on steam on pc or not buy you can download it on steam download it on game pass um it's good there's two things that i'm kind of upset about you can't have a slayer playlist you can just have a quick game where you're playing like oddball um capture the flag one flag uh, and it's a mixture of things, and it's annoying because you'll get maps where you're just like, "I don't want to do this." And there was the times me and my friends were just backing out and we're like, "We want Slayer, we want Oddball, like that's what we want." Tough shit. And the battle pass, the progression is really, really slow. I played for four hours and only got up to level two.
2: Fuck. I kind of wish. I kind of wish Forza was a little more in that direction. I feel like Forza is the direct opposite. Like, I'll sit down and do three races and level four times. Mm -hmm. Like, I want them to slow it down a little bit, but I don't want it to be that slow. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, so the gunplay is amazing. Um, Feels like old games with a little uh, brush of newness to it uh, graphics-wise and uh, the movement a little bit. Uh, But other than that, I'm excited. Um, apparently, they're tweeting all day and like under, saying that we understand the battle pass is not that great. We'll work on it. So, early feedback. Uh, they're working on that. So, that's good. But other than that, those are the two things that uh, consumed me. I did not watch anything besides this movie that we're going to be talking about today. So, we're going to move on. Let's to get
2: your 20th anniversary uh, Porsche 918 Spyder. Wait, what? Well, on the 20th anniversary, they in Forza 5, they dropped a free car for everyone. It has a cool-looking Xbox delivery.
0: Oh, I didn't, I didn't even check that. So
2: It says Halo and Age of Empires and Sea of Thieves and on it and stuff.
0: Yeah. Andy, what about you? What have you been playing, watching or doing?
2: I played just uh, quite a lot of Forza. Like I said, I'm level 73, and I've done... The Colossus and one of the other, like, end-game boss big races. I can't remember what the other one was. It's uh, it's the uh, cross-country one. I I love cross-country races because I have a Jeep Grand Cherokee, and it just dominates even at the higher difficulties, especially the downhill stuff. That's what you need, Dubs. When you're going downhill, don't get light cars. Get heavy cars because when you go downhill, you just shoot past everyone. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um ton of that and then unfortunately I had to go to my girlfriend's place where I couldn't play Forza. So we watched one and a half movies. We watched um one of the most famously boring movies ever. I actually like not tricked her, but I was like here's a list of movies I would be willing to watch and then she picked A River Runs Through It, which is uh it won I think best picture at the at the Academy Awards in 92 maybe. But it's just um, it's based on a book, and the guy talks about uh, his life growing up, and his brother and their father taught them to fly fish, and that's kind of it. <laughs> and it's it is pretty boring and slow, but oh, the ending of the movie like kind of makes it worth it. It's it has a really good message, and it's really heartwarming and blah blah blah. Is it is it the best picture that came out in '92? Doubt it. Kind of boring, but it was, it was all right. It's pretty interesting, mostly Forza though. I, I love Forza to death. Okay, I just wish they fixed the online.
0: Yeah, I, I think they'll fix that eventually.
2: I successfully played with a friend last night for a bit. It was weird because we could see each other, and then suddenly we couldn't. And it was doing this weird thing where there were people in the same game with us and literally a guy drove up behind me and started doing a drift and it was like cool because you know we were beeping at each other and like horsing around and literally he just phased out of existence right in front of me <laughs> like like the online was like ah, this isn't working uh he's gone now
0: <laughs> there's been races so it, it's still pretty bored there's been races that uh i'm driving and the drivatar will just disappear in front of me like it would oh, just, I haven't had anything
2: like that happen. And
0: it would just teleport. I'm like, sweet, now, now I'm in first place. I've been catching you all game and just disappear on me. So, but then like I would crash and you like show up and be like, haha, bitch, I'm number one again.
2: Yeah, I've I've only had problems with like the online stuff and then that that annoying like where you stop dead glitch that they need to fix. And the weather effects have been weird. Uh, Obviously, it'll be gone Thursday, but there's a series of races where you race uh, American muscle cars in the rain called uh, Rain Rain Sideways or something like that. I highly recommend doing those races. They're all fun as hell. But the weather effects are, like, screwed up or something. So right around the time the third lap will start, the rain clouds will just disappear, and suddenly it's sunny, and it's really weird. (laughs) The roads are still wet but it's just the rain stops falling and it's not like the clouds slowly dissipate which would be super cool that would be neat aesthetically it's just like heavy storm and then it's sunny very strange
0: uh there are certain tracks where i just get annoyed um because i just don't win and and the uh getting money is harder in this one i feel like compared to four I, fought... I felt the
2: opposite, if I'm being honest. In 4, I was always like struggling to come up with money. And in this one, I'm almost to like, $3 million, and I don't even know what I want to spend it on. Like I already bought the stuff I wanted. Except for one, I haven't bought the Rimac Concept 2 yet. And it's $2 million. I guess I'm going to do that when I play later. But
0: I'm probably buying the add-on, by the way, so I can get the car packs.
2: I'm going to as well. I, I, uh, I'm going to wait until I've kind of exhausted a little bit more of the stuff available to me. And then I figure I'll get it. But... I, I don't know. As far as getting money goes, just when you finish a race, look at the map and whatever's nearest to you, just jump right into it and do another race. Like mm-hmm. That's that's how I'm using a lot of my time.
0: Yeah. Zach, what about you?
1: Um, I watched uh, Full Gear, the AEW pay per view Saturday. So did you. Okay. Oh, yeah, you, did, you didn't say anything about that. He hates <laughs> wrestling. He told me in secret. <laughs> no, I that's love fine. it. I totally um, forgot
0: about that. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, but we'll it wasn't
2: get more. A really lousy pay per view, then.
0: No, it wasn't. It was. Uh... <laughs> it was just Halo. Wow, what was, happened uh... Saturday? There's just like a black hole in my memory.
2: I was gonna go watch that, and then I decided to play Forts instead. You bitched out. Yeah, it's true.
1: Well, you did too. I had a better excuse than you, though.
2: Yeah. So I still <laughs> had an excuse.
1: You were just like, I don't want to hang out with friends. Fuck them.
2: Well, also, I'm 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 wrangling. I'm I'm doing double dog duty presently
1: oh i forgot about that your dog sitting yeah well um yeah we're gonna get more in depth on full gear uh, thursday Thursday. so i'm not gonna get into that right now um then i played a beat uh resident revelations i just gotta tool around a little bit on the uh raid mode i don't have to do it that much because i still remember it a whole lot and it still have all my old save data on there um and i have been playing forza horizon 5 as well and that's kind of it
2: what cars do you like what races do you like what features do you like
1: fuck i mean all of it (laughs) uh what would you improve what cars would you throw in a dumpster? Which cars yeah, would you add? I would improve some of the explanations for stuff that's that's changed and happened in this game that I'm just not aware of. I had to of. Google
2: so much. If it wasn't for the, the Forza Horizon subreddit, I wouldn't know how to fucking
1: play this game. <laughs> like, did they do did, did they not give you credits for winning races anymore? It doesn't show that.
2: It doesn't. You do get credits, but for some reason, they only care about showing you your experience, which they always did, and accolade points, which I don't give a
1: about. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather see how much fucking money I want. It was like so
2: bizarre. I kind of beat the story. Like, after you max out accolade points, it puts you in the Hall of Fame, they call it, and basically you just drive to the center of the map, and then they tell you what a good job you are, and they give you a blowjob or something. <laughs> but... It still shows me accolade points at the end of a race. I'm like, I don't care. I beat the what's this for? I'm not counting points toward anything. I've unlocked every showcase event, every final race, and I'm in the hall of fame. What are these accolade points
1: for? Nothing. Stupid. Show show me the money. Show me the money. That's right. Exactly right. (laughs) I guess as for cars, I I really like. um, I've I've been rocking the Supra a lot. Uh. What, the 2021, the brand new one? Yeah, the new one. It's it's a really good car, honestly. You can get the
2: 93 Super as well, and I think another one. 98. 98.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the 80s one's in there, too. It's probably just hidden or some shit. Yeah, it's probably an
2: event
0: thing or
1: something. Um, I just got the DeLorean, which is good, too. And what else have I been running a lot?
0: I got my Warthog.
1: <laughs> warthog? <laughs> the gtr the nissan gtr because that challenge everybody's that challenge. Like, this, is, this is a really good car <laughs> I,
2: know. I like every like most of the people in our small group that have been playing the game are all like well i've got the gtr down too and uh it's not bad i like it like i tuned mine up and now it's um i was looking at my stats it's the car i've used the most not on purpose it's just coincidentally it fits a lot of races really well
1: it tricks you into like Okay, I'm going to get this, do the challenges, and then you play it for a while, and you're just like, this car's actually pretty good. <laughs>
2: I like this car.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's the GTR is always one of those weird cars where
2: to look at it, and this is just my opinion, but to look at it, it doesn't look like a huge performance car. It just kind of looks like one step better than an average car. You know, just my opinion. But performance-wise and engine-wise, the car is outstanding, like in real life. And it's just easy to forget. It's
1: easy to not think about. Well, I think that new model does look pretty fancy. No, you're
2: yeah, right. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's the old something.
1: ones don't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the ramps are fucking crazy in this game.
1: I did uh, a backflip. The ramp game. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: I did a backflip on one. And I didn't even mean to do it. It just happened. I I hit it straight and I did a total back, backflip and it disqualified me. It's like you failed. I'm like, it's not my fault. I. Did. <laughs> I've been doing that
2: a lot. I got the Lamborghini Elemento Sesto Forza Edition or whatever in a wheel spin. It's considered one of the best cars in the game, and I got it in a wheel spin on, like, day three, so I just got really lucky. Fuck. And uh, I tuned it up to an X, and, I like, I tried to race it once, and it's impossible. It just the, the car is just uncontrollable, but it'll smash every speed zone and every ramp and every speed trap in the game. So I just switched to it and do that. But on ramps, like, I'm going so fast, it, like, deloads part of the ground, and it, like, flips upwards, and if you come off the ramp at the wrong angle, it'll, like, flip completely
0: around. It's crazy.
2: (laughs) It breaks the game. It's really funny.
0: (laughs) My thing is I can't wait for the cross-promotion on, like, what they're going to be pushing as far as, like, the car packs and stuff, like, like what they had in in 4, so...
2: I always really like do you guys read the descriptions on the challenges like some of them are really like you know jerk these companies off a little bit it's like oh the Nissan GTR, classically combines uh speed with comfort and it's a powerful awesome car Oh, you yeah, know it's weird when you read them cuz a lot of them are this sounds like a promotion i'll tell you what is definitely promotion ford paid money to have the bronco Fortier featured in this game i'm sure of it cuz you use it in like Three different specific events. It's one of the cars you start with. It's on the cover twice, technically. Why don't you exactly Well,
1: I don't care because you get a Blazer. That's You're right happy. you do. Well, you that's get that's a f- Jimmy,
2: but uh, you get a Blazer.
1: It's a Blazer. I was like, fuck that thing.
2: <laughs> they even say that when you unlock it because they're like, oh, I told so-and-so you got a GMC Jimmy. And it's says, like, so it's a Blazer? It's a Blazer. Forza, <laughs> we all know that. And so <laughs> does Forza. So good for you. But yeah, you get you get a you get a blazer, and uh, there's like six kinds of jeeps in this game. So the Bronco can go fuck itself.
0: <laughs> uh, anything else to say?
1: No, let's just talk about Forza for like forty five more minutes. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I've been waiting because
2: I knew we would talk about Forza. <laughs> Like, I can't even, even when I'm not playing Forza, I'm thinking about Forza. Like I said, I've been on the subreddit a lot, and while I was, like, eating lunch the other day, and then in between some other activities, I've been watching a a, a stream of Tim Rogers play Forza Horizon 5, and I watched a video about the best cars in the game and how to tune them, and it's, uh an
0: obsession what's funny oh. what's funny is like after you played four you're like all right i gotta start playing other games and then five came out and you're just like what? i did i did play other games <laughs> he's a man of my word, suck me back in <laughs> all right guys let's talk about mad max beyond thunderdome obviously the budget is higher in this one
1: crikey as it ever
0: yeah uh looks better uh sounds better in my opinion uh, have Tina Turner in there? I guess that's a high profile person above Mel Gibson, uh, or maybe as Mel Gibson was like. What what other things did Mel Gibson do in the eighties besides Mad Max?
1: Lethal Weapon. Uh, Lethal weapon. Probably a couple of. I think at this when he did Mad Max three is when he was really starting to become kind of popular. Like that, he was kind of starting to break through a little bit. Mm -hmm. um he hadn't
2: yeah he hadn't done lethal weapon yet lethal weapon is literally the next movie he did after beyond thunderdome so
1: okay lethal weapon he was like i ain't doing one of those ever again yeah pretty (laughs) much (laughs) i don't have to do those movies anymore i'm a real actor now (laughs) i'm gonna go be a brave i'm not gonna eat dog food again
0: (laughs) this movie is like is a film it is a film. Um, I, I didn't totally hate it, but there was a big chunk of this movie where I was like, "Ah, this could have been left out," or maybe the you, yeah. yeah, the kids part. I yeah, fuck kids. I agree. <laughs> I, I I totally hated the middle. Um, I d- didn't it feel it. Almost feels like a whole other movie. Like it just
1: pivots really hard, it, and all of a sudden it, it it's
2: feels a like film. post-apocalyptic Hook to me. I kept thinking about <laughs> Hook. Because they we have were, they have like their own words for a bunch of stuff, and it's a bunch of kids dressed real ragtag, and they have this hangout that's like multi layered. It just it yeah, felt like Hook.
1: Apparently, we weren't the only ones that noticed that either. Even critics back then noticed that. Some people even noticed. They kind of like Lost Boys had just come out around that time too, mm-hmm. and it was kind of they played a similar angle. It's like this is fucking Lost Boys just post apocalypse shit. <laughs>
0: Yeah. The Barter Town was my favorite part of the movies. It's uh, the most
2: famous part. Like this is the most memeable of the movies. And what does everyone say? Two men enter, one man leave, who uh Who runs Bartertown? Who runs Barter Town? Yeah, that's that's all any, anyone remembers, just the first thirty minutes.
1: Embargo. Over.
0: Over. <laughs> Master Blaster. <laughs> um Break a deal, face the wheel. Yeah. So the the movie starts off with uh, a familiar face in the plane. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that casting. Yeah.
1: It's so weird. I, I read about it too. I was like, "What well, is that supposed to be the same character?" No. It's so confusing. And like, well, why did not? they do that? And it's like they literally said, "Well, we got this guy who flies a plane," and then they're like, "Oh." We can't find anybody we like. Do you want to do it again? You're a different guy this time, sort of.
2: It's so well, confusing. I... Like he's got such a <laughs> distinct face. He's in a plane again. Like, what are you supposed to think besides? Oh, that's the same character.
1: I even thought I, it was. It, it was the same guy, and he had a kid because he got with that chick, and that you know, and yeah, you, things happen. Sparks fly. <laughs>
0: In my mind, uh, in my mind, I was like, "That's the same guy, and that's his son." But then, like you see, later on, when Mad Max is talking to him, they don't know each other. Like so they don't know
1: each other. Yeah.
0: yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, I guess not. I guess it's not that person." Um, yeah. So <laughs> he he steals his stuff, uh, goes, uh, takes it to Bartertown, and trades it. And Mad Max goes to Bartertown because he wants his stuff back. And
1: where the, wait, where the fuck did he get camels at in Australia?
2: Muslims.
1: Post-apocalyptic Australia on top of that. Like, I could see you getting camels when civilization's still around, but...
2: I mean, presumably there are presently camels in Australia, in, like, zoos and attractions and stuff.
1: I guess those camels escaped and went back to their natural habitat. Yeah, and... sure makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> wrangled them? Camel <laughs> wrangler. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they go to Town and then you start to see, like, this weird cast of people. Like... Characters. Characters. Um... (laughs) Where some of them are way over the top, some of them are really over the top. I laugh out
2: loud. It's like a blind Japanese guy who plays the saxophone. That's the whole character. (laughs) You just see him in the one scene, and they wasted all of these like gimmicks and weirdness on just this one throwaway character. She's like, play something mournful or whatever she says,
1: and he plays it. That's his whole shtick also like that, that there's that dude who tries to sell him fucking shitty water. It's, it obviously looks like something's drunk. that water, and he pulls out, like, a Geiger counter, and he just has one. Like, where, where did he get a Geiger counter that still works from?
0: Everything about that town I was interested in. And when, yeah. uh, you know, keep in mind, I've always saw bits and pieces of this movie, and I always thought when he fought Master Blaster that that was the ending area. Or like near the end before the conclusion? No, it's in the... I mean, the
2: movie's called Beyond Thunderdome.
0: True. (laughs) Touche.
2: Just saying. (laughs) There has to be something after the Thunderdome. Can we
1: get Beyond
0: Thunderdome?
1: No. None of that. None
2: of that. None of
1: that. It's too late. (laughs) It happened.
0: Oh, and uh, Barter Town is run by pig shit. Energy wise. Yeah.
1: Pig shit. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And like, it's so great, and like Tina Turner's character, aunt, Auntie, like she's the leader, but like Master Blaster also says he's the leader because he runs Bartertown and makes her say it. So it's like a conflict of two leaders, kinda. And he she controls
1: the the power. And then he's like, "Who you don't get civilization without no power,
2: Start embargo."
0: <laughs> yeah and and then she makes a deal with uh Max to like pretty much kill Master Blaster so that she could like I guess totally run Barter Town. And uh you know they're fighting. Uh I, what do you guys think about Thunder the actual Thunderdome? Um would you did you ever want to see maybe other fights that happen? Um like I i would would have thought they would have had mad max in there and fight other people to lead up to master blaster but because of the deal i guess that's how they run the law is like
2: sounds like you just described a video game to me i mean i don't think it is but you know the video game adaptation would have been like you have to fight all these losers to get to master
0: yeah blaster (laughs) it's like gladiator in some way sometimes but But my
1: whole perception before I even watched this movie was like I had it in my head like he was just gonna like he got captured and he have to fight like some fucking schmucks and then he fights a blaster no he just fights him immediately he says you stole my car and he's like I, I stole nothing and then they fight
0: and, and he like bangs the mask off his face because he hates whistles and uh he, he does, <laughs> that
1: sounds like, out of context. Yeah. That just sounds insane. Yeah.
0: And he like finds out that he's like a big dumb dumb baby face, and he's got the mind acid. of a child. Yeah,
2: yeah. Clearly, don't make fun of him. I still, that still bugs me because like he just spent ten minutes trying to kill you, like you know. I don't understand
1: he, he didn't realize where it's he coming from, but he was fighting a handicapped person. It his handicap gave him. Certain attributes, but still, he felt bad after he was done. Something else that
2: really bugged me. is he turns around and says, this wasn't part of the deal, what was it? You didn't They hired didn't tell, you to kill Blaster. That's the whole deal. Like, she what, didn't, what's that
1: part of the deal? She didn't disclose that he
2: had disabilities. It well, doesn't matter. She didn't had, disclose whether or not he's got a college degree or whether or not he's left-handed. Or It doesn't matter. She
1: just said, kill this guy. Max Rokotansky has morals. I even know. If, I
0: know.
1: <laughs> even if he's just like some guy who looks out for himself at the end of the day.
0: You know who I call the guy with the the head like head thing that's hanging from the the,
1: the plumage coming out of his head? Yeah, oh,
0: he's
2: got like the no mask on it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I call that character David Jaffe because he kind of looks like David Jaffe a little bit. <laughs> so like, I'm like, oh, David Jaffe just got thrown off a fucking roof, but somehow uh, came still hanging. Because remember when <laughs> when he does the audition? Like he almost kills everybody and throws the guy out of the thing and he just like climbs up a okay. Those
1: are my favorite parts too, by the way. Before the audition, is when he tries to get in there and he's like, I'll trade my skills to do this shit. And you're like, get rid of your weapons. And he has like 20 weapons <laughs> just underneath that coat. He just says, like, gun, 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 knife, 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 gun, crossbow, fly swatter. <laughs> and they let him yeah. keep the fly swatter, but that was that was a trick.
0: Yeah um so he he doesn't do the he doesn't do the deed or the deal and then they do like this wheel spin break a deal (laughs) face the wheel sounds like spin the wheel make a deal oh god get flashbacks and then he gets to gulag where we're pretty much (laughs) i don't know if they know what gulag means
1: it's they don't know what gulag means. It was like gulag, and then they take him out to the desert. I'm like, that's not a gulag. What yeah, the that fuck? doesn't make any sense.
2: I mean, I think one of them was like banishment or something. Even so,
1: like, isn't know. that the same I don't know. thing? I don't know. One of them the, was auntie's choice. Auntie's I was choice. What? What? Uh, death. One was just take all your goods. Like, just take all your shit. Yeah, lose, lose all your goods. Um, under, under,
2: underworld was one. Probably that's where the slaves came from.
1: Wouldn't underworld and hard labor be the same thing, though? I mean, different hard labor. I don't know. Huh?
0: I will say that justice system is kind of okay. I guess just don't do the crime and you won't have to face the wheel, or you do the crime and then go into the thunderdome and come out alive. I guess.
1: Can you like uh, refuse to participate in the thunderdome?
0: Yeah, you'll die because one lives, they, one dies. They didn't
1: say that. They said if you got a problem and you got a fight then you go to the thunderdome what if what if some guys try to fight you and you're like i don't want to fight you
0: then you face the wheel i guess i don't know
1: i don't know is this like the old days when there was duels you were just you're just embarrassed and you're just like a fucking coward presumably (laughs) you you don't get what you want you lose the fight
0: yeah or or something maybe you'd be chained i I just i expected more from this movie (laughs) Maybe get chained to the fucking pig shit area Like that one guy (laughs) Yeah (laughs) So uh So he he Gets on a fucking horse And they put this dumb stupid mask on him And the horse takes him Until the horse pretty much says fuck I'm dead And just falls down And uh the horse gets eaten up by the desert now, another question is that the supposed to be the ocean floor?
1: I, no, I don't no? think so. I think it's just like a random desert out in Australia somewhere,
2: yeah, I mean the middle of Australia is a desert now, so I imagine in the post apocalypse it's even deserty or <laughs>
0: okay, it's a deserty <laughs> <laughs> um so like uh the sand takes up the horse, and then that's when that uh. Lady finds him. Mel, uh, I almost said Mel Gibson, Mad Max, uh, and takes him to this, like, like, Oasis. They can literally stay there, by the way, because isn't there clean water? That's what are you supposed to do? Yeah. There's clean water, and they could get food, but they have, like, this stupid like myth that Captain Walker. We'll take him to the city. And I love how they get that toy. And you're like, ooh, Sky... What'd they call the places again? Something. Uh,
1: tomorrow Mar- tomorrowland. Yeah. Which is where the, sky, the the skyscrapers or whatever. They, they all have their own...
2: skiers or something. They, vernacular.
1: They, they, where they change words up and stuff. And things mean different things. It's like kind they of call dying, like,
2: meeting Mr. Death or something like that. And, yeah.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> like, they, think, yeah, they think he's Captain Walker. Who there was a ca- there was a jet that crashed nearby, and there was a Captain Walker in it, and he died. And they somehow created this myth because their parents were the ones that were on the flight, and they fucking ditched him. Yeah. A- apparently, <laughs> they, they said they were parents. going
2: somewhere, and he said he'd come back. It's kind of confusing. The one, this is little... their stupid language to tell it. I just kept thinking, like that episode of Rick and Morty has ruined this movie for me. <laughs> then all the boom booms blow up your wordy word books. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh there is one like painting where it kind of does look like Mad Max, and that's what he's like It does look like yeah. him. He's like yeah. he's like, oh god, is that me? But then like they do this weird like after i I know I know I'm gonna jump around a lot, but like they do this weird thing where they meet up with the airplane guy and they go to Tomorrowland so was like that foreshadowing i guess that moment <laughs> where they meet this guy it does
2: literally fly them there so yeah maybe yeah Cap- i mean Captain... it, it does kind of come to be
1: yeah. that's what i thought it was like hey it actually came true capt walker t- took them to tomorrowland and they apparently Which is have just sydney it's just sydney it
2: mm-hmm. seems like it would be a horribly irradiated sydney but okay whatever
1: it's fine. Fallout, you know, it, it goes away after a while.
2: You can just Not drink that... a lot of Dr. Pepper, you'll be fine.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they they get power apparently. That that's skipping the end to the end though. Yeah. But um, like some of some of these kids, like basically Max tells them, "It's like no, there's no tomorrow, land, All that, all that shit's gone. There's nothing out there but pain, death, and loneliness." And half of them learn that and they're like oh well then we'll just stay here like he says and the other half are like no we gotta go and half of them leave and he tries to go to get them to come back and that doesn't go well because one of them gets swallowed up by a sand pit
0: <laughs> i didn't understand the motive uh well, i didn't understand why mad max had to take a gun and shoot at the the lady
1: to threaten is a threat it was like listen don't go out there, you'll all fucking die, because they have no idea about but,
0: anything. But why care?
1: Because uh, what because I said earlier, want a bunch of
0: kids go out in the desert and die?
1: Max Rokotaski <sighs> has morals. I guess. Some morals. He watched his kid die. He got ran over by some asshole. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I like
1: uh, I
2: like that one kid comes to join him late, and he's like, he he carries his own. And the very next shot is Max carrying the kid.
1: <laughs> so he became bad to like, all of these kids. Yeah. You know, like when they they he gets them all back, and then they go to Bartertown. To, I, I don't know what they were really doing going back to Bartertown. That part I didn't really quite understand. Me either. It says
2: it's their only chance, and I think it's just because they're out there in the desert. And then while sure. they're there, he's like, "Fuck it, might as well destroy the whole city and steal their energy source and the short guy." I don't understand why Master got turned into a good guy. Like
1: he seemed like a dick. He was kind of a dick. That was another thing. It was like so like when it was revealed that Blaster had Down syndrome, it's like we were supposed to feel sorry for him and realize like, oh no, he's he has the mind of a child, please and it's like so that doesn't fix you being an asshole. <laughs> and
2: You're still like picking people up and having him murder them. Like You're still yeah. an
1: asshole, buddy. When he realized after Blaster was gone, he couldn't be an asshole anymore. I, yes.
0: <laughs> I I laughed when they were lowering him into the pig farm area. And I was like, ah, <laughs> he's scared of pigs. I pig. thought they were,
1: he was going to have the pigs eat him. Like yes. I, I seriously thought it was going to happen.
0: He's like, but yeah, no, this
1: movie proved to be a lot more silly and lighthearted than, than the previous two. And that's getting to what I was saying, is when they go to Bartertown, Town, they'll, the chaos ensues. The action... You said, Andy, in the last movie we watched, it's like they were trying to put together a crew for a Saturday morning cartoon version of this fucking universe. They pretty much did it actually on film in this movie. They figured it out. <laughs> get a bunch of kids and some guy who killed a well, pig they, so he could feed his family, and he's crazy. <laughs> uh, Mad Max 2, that one's that one's the, the,
2: the G.I. Joe, the uh, the Chuck Norris' Super Force.
1: This one's Muppet Babies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. and Then he gets master. It's it's it was a motley crew.
0: Yeah, I I, I I'm with you, Zach. I don't understand why they went back to Bartertown. I I I know what he said, but it still just made no sense. I guess it was It feels
1: it feels kind of flimsy. Like it's it's kind of forced. Like, well, they what they go to Bartertown to, to fight. It's like what, with kids. Yeah, it seems, it seems like there's a bunch of like pieces
2: that they they had. Oh, I want to put these in a Mad Max movie, and they just kind of fit them all together. Like, oh, uh, this plane crashed, and now the descendants of the the crew or not the crew, the the passengers, they have like a weird pseudo cult society. Oh, and uh, I want to have like a city that's fueled by like like pig crap and there's a little guy who rides a big guy and tina turner's there for some reason oh and also i want like a chase like in the second one but there's a train this time (laughs) yeah and then someone uh, said okay well we gotta we gotta fiddle this together
0: yeah and uh the guy that was chained in the pig shit area somehow is like a good guy because one he gave water to the monkey Another one, yeah. yeah.
1: That yeah. monkey, too. I forgot about the monkey. He's like, how did the monkey, he, he, it's like he gave him some kind of silent command. Yeah, he was like,
2: <laughs> for some reason we know, even though I'm chained in the basement, that Max is out there somewhere, so take this water to him?
1: And that, and that monkey knew how to track in the desert and find him. Yeah, the monkey's a bloodhound, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's a blood monkey. Blood monkey. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, they he unchains them. They all escape. They find a I guess there's a, a steam engine, a pig shin engine, They right. get on it and get away. And it blows up the whole power plant area. And
0: which, by the way, up. which by the way, that scene, I was like, this seems like a bad idea. Like with them inside it, that whole place should have been blown up to smithereens, which it did. But like when they were out of it, <laughs> like the first spark that should have happened should have like blew up the place.
1: Yeah, I think it would have been a lot more violent than that because that, that place was literally a methane farm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
1: like that was a methane farm and refinery.
0: Yeah, and they're um, and they're like pushing the steel and like sparks are happening. I'm like, uh okay, I, I forgive them because they still blow it up, but like they they should be a, dead too.
1: Yeah, whatever. It's a movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um they escape and then we get back to plane man again uh where the kid is like the watch out and like brings them uh Mel- oh, I said Mel Gibson again Mad Max and uh the children uh to this guy and make him fly this plane out of here and this this part of the movie confuses the shit out of me because they're chasing him right? They yeah, they want dead. They they want Mad Max dead and whoever's in the airplane dead as well because of the small guy. They take off. Mad Max takes the vehicle and like smashes up like a couple of vehicles down the middle of that convoy there, and then Tina Turner goes. I guess we. She says something. I guess we're in a sense that we're even or we're, too crazy people, I guess. And th- they just don't kill him.
1: Look at the two of us, Raggedy Man. Yeah, and then... And she just smiles and walks off. And I'm like, what? doesn't make
0: any sense. It doesn't it make
1: does. any sense. I, I just, just, I, like, I, he, he destroys the, the plant. A lot of Barrier Town gets blown up because of him. Kills some of her guys. We don't really see it because they don't really show any kind of hardcore violence in this movie. I would be surprised is it PG-13 I didn't really pay any attention I almost no, kind of no. thought it was just based on the content it is wow that explains that mm-hmm. um he does all this shit, and then she just lets him go because according to the plot synopsis she respects him at the end
0: I I don't like that ending because I don't one, either it feels forced contrived that whole the chase means nothing then if you just chase No,
1: oh, a lot of this movie means nothing now. Yeah.
0: And, and like, then we, you know, obviously the, see the kids and the other people in, the, in the, uh, Australia, Sydney, uh, the city, and bring the lights back on and another ending where Mad Max is just roaming the desert again. And maybe one day he'll see the lights of the city or whatever. And it just ends. And... That's where I come back to. I didn't hate this film. I just feel lost. <laughs> like, I felt like I was on a ride. And the ride was like. Eh, could have been better. But. I'm not complaining. Um, I wish. You know in future Mad Max films. We get to see maybe a little bit of the world. Uh, more. Because I want to see more cities like Barter Town and the gas lean city and road warrior i i want that uh lore kind of um where mad max could maybe just be in that area and some storyline happens um the next movie's all just on the road and that's just fucking cool um but 100% on the road you get a little bit of that lore action mm-hmm. so the 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 whole kids thing was a miss for me uh, I just didn't care for it. I thought the the story was silly. It 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 made the movie. I mean, it did come full circle about their myth and them finally getting to Tomorrow Neverland and being on a fucking uh, a flying raft. Um, so I guess that's cool, maybe. But what's your guys' opinions about this movie?
2: Yeah, kind of the same too much lore of the flies in this movie. Uh it's an interesting premise. It just soaks up so much of the movie. I still like the idea that like it's other people's stories and Max is kind of a catalyst, but he's also kind of an observer. That's cool, but I don't know. It's just they had such they had so many cool things and then they take away from it with this slow boring part with a bunch of children in a canyon. It's
0: still a good movie, but it sucks. I think it would have been more interesting if the kids came in the beginning and then they came across Barter Town.
2: Like if, like if they needed something. Like he happens upon the kids first and they're like, we've lived here all this time but the water's running out or some other crap, I don't know.
0: Or, you know, uh, you're Captain Walker. You're going to lead us. And he's like, no, I can't lead you. And then like... You have that that split up between two uh factions of that group and like they they end up being at barter town and maybe the kid causes trouble and he has to fight for whatever the kid did and that's where you meet master blaster and uh i don't know i i, I the pacing was just all wacky and then the the ending was just like shit in my opinion um
2: i like the the
0: chase the chase is good there's some cool stunt work in it mm-hmm.
2: I really like the guy jumps from the push cart to a car and then onto a motorcycle and then gets in the gunner position. The stunt man is uh kicks ass that was that was that
0: was a cool shot mm-hmm. zach what about you
1: um i uh before I watched this uh I wasn't real sure what to think about it. Like I knew some of the memes and stuff, uh, whatnot. And I enjoyed the part in Barter Town uh a lot. And that, if anything, that's where the inspiration for a lot of shit in Fallout comes from is Barter Town. That's Fallout as fuck. Um the yeah, the middle part I didn't really care for too much i didn't like hate it like some of it i thought was interesting like i liked how the kids it's like their language had broken down and become some other kind of language mm-hmm. uh that was interesting um then the chase was cool uh if a bit too slapsticky goofy i think like that's what it really hit home it's like wow there's like no it, it's weird when you have a series of movies where like the violence is pretty realistic or it's it's over the top at times. And then you go back to PG violence essentially. Um and I, I didn't like the, the ending with Tia Turner being like, We're cool, we're at right? Raggedy man, bye. And but I, I did like the how their little myth came full circle. So it's it's kind of a mixed bag, but I do like the movie I think for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um they- I'm sorry. I keep going. Uh, I was going to say, there's probably there actually might be a good explanation for why the movie ended up the way it did, where it feels kind of, I want to say like schizophrenic or something. It was supposed to be *Lord of the Flies*, right? No. Um, <laughs> apparently, the original producer Byron Kennedy had died in a helicopter accident. Well, he was scouting locations for this movie. He he had been George Miller's producer for, like, the previous two films. And, like, that r- really affected the production of the movie, like, to the point to where they didn't even know if they were going to get it made. Um, and it delayed it for a while. And then I guess George Miller himself took over production. And he needed help, so he asked for, like, one of his friends to help him direct the movie. That's why there's a co-director credit. George
2: Ogleve. Ogleve? I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah,
1: and he himself, Miller, said like he was, ba- he was basically grieving the entire time doing this movie, and he doesn't remember a lot of what was going on. he, he It's like he just worked through it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, you know, when you learn all that stuff, that might kind of explain some of this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had one final um, criticism of the movie, though. They start... Um, they, they go overboard... Car-wise, with the post-apocalyptic stuff, because they they had like some recognizable cars. Well, the first movie is all recognizable cars, and then the second movie is some recognizable cars with like some cobbled together nonsense. And then they're like, "Yeah, post-apocalyptic cobbled together nonsense." And they lean into that in this movie, and you don't know what anything is. It's all just like weird dune buggy shit with a bunch of garbage on it, and I hate that we need it back and the next movie figures that out They're like, oh, okay no we need to make sure some of the cars are recognizable and cool mm-hmm. yeah
1: um oh real quick i also think the soundtrack for this movie is also kind of weird
2: yes yeah yeah sometimes it's like inappropriate i felt like like it's conveying the wrong emotion i,
1: I maybe it was just me but no yeah I th- i felt the same way too it's like there's the The saxophone thing with the the blind Japanese saxophone player, I think was on purpose. That was like a gag, so it was like yeah. whatever i'll give I'll give that a pass, yeah, yeah, but like the rest of it again, was like this oddly timed orchestral work that just doesn't fit this movie or this setting or anything. it's it it feels more like a general fantasy soundtrack, like something you'd hear when you're watching like the never ending story or fucking something like that or whatever. It's just doesn't fit. Like none of the music in this in this series of movies fits, except for probably the next one.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna give a low recommendation because even though I don't agree with the pacing and um the ending, I still kinda enjoyed it at certain parts. And I think Thunderdome is more recon- recognizable in the trilogy out of the most when people think about Mad Max it's is probably true, is probably uh, so. Like, it's cool, um, but I think there's another movie that's gonna change my mind. Uh, well, it's gonna, it's gonna be really, really, really good compared to all the movies that we saw, but I- I'm gonna give it a low recommendation. What do you guys give it?
2: Yeah, I, I I recommend it not low, not high, just kind of in the middle. So I recommend it. it's a fun movie. It has a lot of fun moments and fun set pieces. Middle slow, but you kind of got to watch it. Like you got to know what Thunderdome is. You got to know what Master Blaster is. Like this is this stuff is just so heavily spoofed and so heavily referenced. It's just it, I think it, I think the movie watching it pays off just just for your cultural rel, uh recognition. Like you you'll see these references everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Zach what about you
1: yeah I recommend this movie uh, mostly going off of what Andy just said uh, it's like a quintessential 80s uh, fantasy movie though too beyond just that it feels a lot like those uh, you know the big fantasy sci-fi horror boom it feels like it fits in right there with a lot of that stuff unlike the previous two movies they kind of don't they just they feel like separate from that in a way
0: yeah, um, do you think Mel Gibson will ever make a cameo in any of the the newer uh, Mad Max films? Because I know there's another one coming uh, in the making right now.
2: Has been for a minute though. Yeah. Uh no, I I mean I don't know the guy, but I get the impression that he would think he's above that now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. But I I get the impression that he would be like, no, I don't. I don't have to appear in any Mad Max movie. but
0: I would like to see Mel Gibson as like a villain in a Mad Max film. That would be fucking cool.
2: That that, that would be fun. Like something like that would be really cool. I I would like to think he's a cool enough guy to to do something like that.
1: But who knows? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what his actual opinion is on the movies. Uh, I'm the yeah, I don't think he. I've never heard him say, "Oh, I hated doing those movies. They were, they were garbage, or fucking anything like that." But uh,
0: it's probably what made him. It kind
1: of. I feel like they kind of got his name out there. Yeah, it is. I would think. I, I was thinking too. It's like a cool take would be: what if he could do one where he's just old? Like he's just like been out there, and he's just old man Mad Max.
0: Kind of like what they did. I with think what? that would be <laughs> great.
1: I mean, in this one, it's he's
2: kind of getting to that point. He's like an older guy. And I I think they could do one. I think they could do one where he's just, like, gray-haired and, like, barely scraping by in the wilderness. Like, I think that could be an interesting movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Mm. All right, there you go, George Miller. There's an idea. Um, I
2: think he's got plenty by now. Tom Hardy says fuck off. Get old man Mel Gibson. (laughs) Come on. I can't wait to talk next week about how that movie came about because it's insane.
0: (laughs) (laughs) George Miller, I want Mel Gibson in uh, Happy Feet 2, please um make it happen uh but next week's uh movie is man max fury road uh starring uh tom hardy and charlie's theron uh and also nicholas holt what a wonderful day what a lovely day whatever he says in that film uh and remember to watch that movie come back here and we will talk about it uh, to close it off and also give our final ranking on the Mad Max films before we get into a very Merry Matrix Christmas. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> before we end this podcast, let's get into some news that matter to us. I already said about the Halo Infinite thing. Um, I This is a kind of quick thing, but uh, they announced the nominations for Game of the Year. And Resident Evil Village is on there. Uh, what else is? I oh, think man. Metroid
2: Dread is. Yeah,
0: Metroid Dread's on there. Uh, Psychonauts 2 is on there. Who? Psychonauts 2. Who? Yeah.
1: I'm just kidding. It's, it's, just, just a, it's a thing. Bit. Nobody yeah. cares about Psychonauts
0: 2. Yeah, I'm trying to see. I...
1: Sorry, not sorry.
0: Yeah, hold on a second. I'm looking right now. Yeah, I, I don't have it on me right now. But th- those are the ones that I saw. I'm like, it wasn't a strong one, and they didn't put Forza on there. You would think Forza would be on the game of the year.
2: I have I have an opinion on that. It's not just that it came out too late, but it, I think it might have. I think he's right. I think it came out after the cutoff. But there was a discussion about this on Reddit. I didn't post, and I should. I think Forza would have a chance if they cleaned up and made compelling the characters in the story because the characters pretty much all suck and the story is like kind of there it's like just enough motivation for me to do stuff but there's no stakes i mean in a game about racing of course there's stakes there's literally stakes but i don't feel compelled all oh, we have to do all these races or blank something's gonna happen it's just like i'll just put together a festival we're gonna go scout some locations i'm gonna race an airplane it's gonna be fun and you have a lot of fun and the game is put together brilliantly the car selection is great the game's beautiful physics are great fully featured uh story and characters suck if they right. can clean if they can clean that up i really think people will be talking about forza for like a game of the year nomination.
1: Why does why does it need that to be considered a Game of the Year nomination when you know Metroid I, Dread has almost none of that? I just know. I just know that that's what it would take. But Metroid Dread has almost none of that stuff. It has more... What it has
2: is more compelling than what Forza has. I think by a lot. Because it's got the whole, like, this is, this is the planet where these people came from. When it made... Samus's suit, and there's these abandoned robots, and they can chase her down. Like, there's still kind of something there, and that's. I like that you have to kind of piece some of it together. And Forza, it's just like a bunch of annoying people who are using high school Spanish, and some Scottish people come on your radio and shout at you about how great of a racer you are, and they love you.
1: That's not why anybody's playing that game. What? None of that has anything to do with why anybody's playing that game, though. I know. It, just, it helps. I, and have, I don't think it helps that much.
0: I have nominations. It's Deathloop, which I've heard, like, mixed mixture reviews from people. Uh, I,
1: I, I kind of forgot it came out.
0: Yeah, It Takes Two. That's the co-op game that uh, I heard good, nothing I heard but good, good things.
1: Didn't uh, it get memed? Like, didn't something else come out and kind of, like, upstage it? And it was something nobody expected or whatever? Like I, some kind of indie game?
0: Uh, Something with a bird. I forgot what it was called
1: i thought it was something that it was like a gas station simulator or some shit
0: oh that is a i'm game, not joking
1: way. like that really happened
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is a gas station simulator and, and people did play it then you got metroid dread Cyclonauts 2 ratchet and clank ripped apart which i heard good things about that and then Resident evil village if i'm going to be frank about this i see either village winning or dread winning i can't see the other games winning
2: they don't like to award it to nintendo games but it would be cool if they finally did
1: yeah i haven't played metroid dread yet but i feel like before i even play it it's probably going to deserve to win more than resident evil 8
0: Mm -hmm. and i like
1: that game so
0: i i I see village winning because a lot of people played it and thought it was good so but uh that that's my news to talk about zach you said you had some wrestling news
1: very short. Uh, remember when they rebooted NXT to NXT 2.0? Uh huh. And there was vague talk of, like, oh, they might up the TV rating to TV 14. Uh huh. Like, like it, they, that was thrown out there at some point, which is, like, to a lot of people, that's shocking because now WWE's been PG rated for, like, uh, 12 years, I think. Mm hmm. And, um, That's coming back up in discussion again. And apparently USA's not opposed to it. Oh, fuck that. Make it G. No. (laughs) No, it's it's basically G now. (laughs) Occasionally somebody can say ass or bitch.
0: And maybe we'll see more puppies. If that's allowed.
1: (laughs) We'll Uh, see, though. If they do it, if they do TV-14, I'll probably actually see what the hell they do with it. Just because... But after that, if it's still trash, it probably will still be trash. I'm I'm done.
0: Maybe they should Again. just maybe they should just turn NXT into Shotgun Saturdays. Remember that Shotgun Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Such man. a
1: bizarre show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. You said you had another news as well, right? Didn't you say you had like another no? no? Andy, did that you? It? Andy, you said no, right? On news. Right. Right. Okay. And so we're gonna end it here. Um. Play Halo Infinite. Play Forza. It's on. Ga- both of them are on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, you can automatically play it now. But if you want to play
2: Forza, you won't regret it.
0: Yeah. And uh, if you want to catch more Big Trouble Podcasts, make sure you type in Big Trouble Podcast in Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're on YouTube, so remember to like and subscribe on there. Um getting some color this Thursday for full gear review. And then next week, if I have revelations, uh, finish, maybe we will get the, the nemesis project in there for Resident Evil revelations since, uh, you know, Zach is finished and I'm almost finished with the game as well. So it'd be a revelations Thanksgiving. Oh shit.
1: Ooh. Thanksgiving revelations.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a fucking pay-per-view. Uh, <laughs> uh, but until next time, everybody, Have a good night. We'll see you next week.
1: Thanks for listening. Bye.